Join us anytime. We love to visit with you and hang out and like to know what you're doing in the morning. 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Ronnie? Just fine. Jody. I was just listening to you talk about writing cards. Yes. I want to tell you this. Um, I was a substitute teacher for 18 years, and I used to do all kinds of little things like make cheesecakes and soups and stuff and take to school all the time, birthdays for people. And let me tell you, I would get so many thank you cards, and I have a four-year-old granddaughter, Mm -hmm. and when she stays overnight with me, we go through these cards, and I, I know I have at least a hundred of them. Oh, wow. wow! And every she'll go through one at a time and hand it to me and ask me to read it to her, and it's like the things that people write to me made me feel really good, and mm-hmm. I do the same thing. I'm like you. I like to hand someone a card because you get hold on to it, and and it's it's maybe even more, maybe it means more to people now because fewer people do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it does. And if someone goes to the trouble to write something to you like that, they mean it. Yes. You know, yes. I'm the kind of person my mom always said, always do at least one good deed a day, no matter how big or small. And I always, you know, bake cheesecakes or take soup to people or just just little things, you know, that make make somebody smile. Not happiness everywhere. What was the one good deed you did yesterday? Yesterday, I took my granddaughter. Her and I went and had our nails done. (laughs) Well, enjoy her. Thank you, you, Ronnie. Thank you, darling. You guys have a lovely day. I love listening to you. Thank Thank you. We appreciate it. The art of the thank you note. It does make people feel good. It Mm -hmm. takes no time to do it. Well, it takes a little time. And if the U.S. Postal Service takes a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't gotten my thank you note from Christmas. Then check your thing. But again, uh, I, do, I didn't ask for one, so I didn't need it. Maybe you won't be getting one <laughs> if you keep complaining, Grinch. <laughs> thank you again, Ronnie. 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> so, Sam, I know that you know Murphy's dad's, my father-in-law, Murphy's dad's service, a mem- uh, memorial service for close friends and family. That means you, Sam. Mm. Um, when is it? Will be this week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, one of the things that Murphy and his sister are supposed to be, I'm hoping you're asking today, going to be asking the uh, funeral home, <laughs> is if they can bring something of Dane's and put in the room. You know, my I'm mo- so excited about this. When my dad died, my mom did that for his memorial service. What was in the room? What The, the box. Know, the box full of his ashes but yes. then oh that's right you weren't there i was out of town yeah 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 yeah. Uh, she put some of his favorite cookbooks on the table and some oh, o- yeah. some other things that he just that liked defined to him yeah. yeah i love that well you know there are a number of different things that define my dad but one of them was his harley you know? yeah baby and so Beautiful. he was he actually was still riding his harley up until about three months before he passed mm-hmm. at the age of 77 i mean it was just a <laughs> You know, he loved that. That was his escape. Ever since he'd been a kid, he'd you know ridden his bikes. But yeah. it didn't occur to me to ask to bring the Harley into the service. Mm-hmm. But my sister and Jody, without having spoken to each other, both thought the same thing. Is there enough room? Wait, wait, wait. Of course. If you can put a casket at the end of one of those rooms, you can put a Harley. And then on top of the Harley, oh. the um, urn. And that's what we're going to ask. So, see, I think fire code is going to be an issue here. You Why? Know? Why is there a fire? 
It's because it's a gasoline-powered engine inside of a building. Yeah. Your sister said these words, and I would think that Mr. Safety and you would be happy. She said these words. She says, we can drain the tank completely. Yeah. And wheel it in there. How are you going to get it to the funeral home? They, they, she's got boys who have trailers on their trucks. Oh, I'm okay. telling you, we have I, thought this through. I think it would be a good tribute, but I'm a little bit nervous about asking. Then I I'll guess ask. I should. I'll ask. I mean, what can it hurt? Are going to say no? That's that's that. That's right. Yeah. The worst thing they can say is no. Yeah. I do think that that would define and be, be cool. Though. I think that be it different. would be beautiful and cool so we will see if they say no does he have like a harley jacket or any of that stuff he actually has a canvas picture of his bike itself that he made online that we could use as a backup yeah but we ask for the actual thing first all right you know how i have the uh ring floodlights and doorbell and everything okay sam yes yeah sam you went ring jody and i have uh nest nest the nest uh and for mine you know you can choose your different tones that go off when somebody's at the front door or somebody's right. in the driveway or oh, the backyard. Oh, I didn't know that, but okay. Uh, yeah, so that way if I hear the phone, I'll go, oh, there's motion in the backyard mm-hmm. without having to see it. Well, so so, on, uh, so when somebody pushes the button, you don't actually hear it in the house? No, that, yeah, that you do. I'm just talking if somebody walked by. Ah, it goes, okay. you know, and so I know which yes. one it is. If they press the doorbell, it rings the doorbell. But I have this one for the driveway. My dad used that one, yeah. 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 Well, guess who's gotten used to that? Gus. Oh, dogs are so smart. Yeah. Gus will be, I'll be sitting on the patio, okay, and with the phone sitting there and just, you know, whatever. And And all of a sudden it'll go. He, Gus starts barking and runs in the house and it's like, where are they? Where are they? That's why you can train a dog because he associates that noise now with the door, which shows you how beautiful a dog's mind is. And, yeah. and they know what's what not to get upset about. You you know that, right? Like the the longer they live with you, a dog lives with you and, and, and depends on that routine. Yeah. Like they know the sound of your car. They know not to get upset about your car. Well, That's do, just him. Well, how do I train him to not get upset about this noise? You, you can't. You're going to have change to change the sound, change maybe. The sound. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's exactly. I'll change the sound on him. Change it up on him if you need to keep him on his toes, literally. <laughs> Okay. Is this all you have to do <laughs> your time? I mean, I put I'm in joking. this thing for convenience, and now I've added another problem. Because every time it goes off, the dog starts barking. Actually, you should be grateful, because if you're not near your phone and you don't hear the chime, well, it's still your alert for you, right? Yeah, that's true. Old school alert system. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, um, from our Facebook page and Instagram, suggestions and ideas, Murphy, about... My hope and your sister's hope of bringing your dad, Dane's Harley, into his memorial service this week. So in case you miss anything, it all goes up on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. What's weird is somebody listening to the podcast right now will hear me say that as though... And then they'll think they're in an alternate world. And then they'll talk back to you like, yeah, no kidding, I'm listening to it. Yeah, loser, I knew that already. Okay, I want to talk about oolong tea for a second, and I know you guys have to get it out of your system I don't about know the what name oolong, tea, oolong is. tea is. I had never heard of oolong tea until we got this little water heater. T- what do you call it? It's, it's a, a kettle. A kettle, yes. But it's a and it was actually a water heater. <laughs> it was actually former producer Chad that gave us this kettle. It was a great and, Christmas gift a couple of years yeah, ago. You turn the power on, you put the water in it, and then you choose the temperature you want. Ah. You because can black tea, oolong tea, right? And Coffee, some other stuff, everything like, else, yeah, yeah. whatever you're boiling the water for. And it gets oh yeah, that was the year he regifted me everything. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. But the thing Sam. is, if if you're a tea aficionado, which I love tea, but I wouldn't call myself a tea mm. aficionado, mm. but you apparently have to heat the leaves to the proper temperature, you not should. to boiling. Yeah. yeah. The proper temperature before you steep it, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you should. That's why there's recommendations. So anyway, there's, and that's why Murphy's like, "What's oolong mean?" I had like, no idea. And Phoebe Her- was the one that said, "This is oolong for oolong tea, losers." <laughs> and so yeah. we left the kitchen, and she takes over because she's the tea drinker in our house. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, it's oolong Jen- story short. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, yeah. I saw this, and I think it's January. People need to know this. I saw this. I came across it. Oolong tea is really good. If you drink like two cups a day, it actually really, it's better. It has more antioxidants mm-hmm. than green tea, and it actually can really? speed up your metabolism a little bit. So, And that effect stays with you even while you sleep. The caffeine wears off, thank goodness. But the uh, the other parts of it that speed up metabolism stay in your system. Now, it doesn't mean if you drink two cups of oolong a day, oolong a day, that you're going to be losing, losing like ten pounds. Yeah. But any if you want to give yourself any little edge, if you're doing everything right, yeah. know that oolong tea is good for that. Is it more expensive than tea tea? I don't think so. So like I could make I make a pick pitcher a gallon of sweet tea so yeah. i can make a gallon of oolong yeah but don't make it sweet because then you're oh defeating the defeating purpose, your purpose yeah. of oh, well, ramping just, up your okay. metabolism Never mind. sam you know one thing that's beginning to happen with people that work from home especially now, now, that, now that virtual work has become like the big thing mm-hmm. um distraction is a bigger problem than ever i bet and, and you, but it's but it's not always what you think it is it's not somebody else creating the distraction for you it's like self-imposed distractions which i'm telling you is something that i oh you I, are the king Murphy. I, I am the worst at that and i always seem to think that it's something coming from the outside world but it's not it's in my head something that pops up you know yes. And all of a sudden, I'm just on a different path. It's jumping to another internet site or just in your head somehow. Oh, walking project. from point A well, to point B. I, so it's anything. When you're working on a virtual screen where you have more than one thing going, you've got sure. email, you've got, you know, you, you may have Slack or some sort of, you know, chat thing that's going on with your coworkers. And then there are, they have what do they call the collaborative websites like uh, Reich and all of these other whiteboard websites. Yeah, I don't know what you're together. talking about there, management well, man, but. Well, but I mean, but they are. It's how. Yeah. It's how people who are in different locations of the country work together on one project so you have a lot of things that are going on at one time so one of them is distraction and it's usually your own thoughts it's Mm -hmm. you're reading something and then you get an idea of something or oh my god i forgot to do this and then so you go into your to-do list and then you see something in your to-do you want to add something new Mm -hmm. but then you go into your to-do list and all of a sudden now you're distracted by whatever's in your to-do list. all of that that you just spoke of murphy is exactly why we're so drained mentally. Yeah. Because your brain is not, you, you got all your tabs open at once instead of one thing at a time, which is more peaceful, which is better for your brain and productivity. Absolutely. One thing at a time, one day at a time, one thing at a time. You ever, you ever think of this? Like you, you take yourself now and put yourself back in 1957 <laughs> or oh. even, yeah, even the 80s. No. And go, Look, you do something and like, man, this is really taxing. You don't even know taxing. Well, not just that. I can't do it. I can't stand in line at a bank without going. What should I be doing? What yeah. should I be doing here? Yeah. Oh, I need to. Be Let me see if I got a, a text. Well, yeah. and, and so yeah, you're right. We've conditioned ourselves to that. And yeah. what you said about you know limiting what you focus on is one of the suggestions. The other thing Smart. is when we get sucked into things 
We, we, we're trying so hard to do so many tasks at once that we forget stop and breathe and take a break, go walk, go get a glass of water, go do right. something for a second that lets your brain reset for a minute before yeah. you go nuts. There's you know that I mean? Pomodoro method again. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot. Uh. See, I was just distracted. I forgot to try that. And look, anytime your morning is busy, we get that. You can listen to the show on your schedule whenever you want on the podcast. The whole show gets rolled up into one big podcast every day. It is free to get it. It'll just load on your phone or computer, laptop. Mm -hmm. Um, You can listen to that. And there's a bonus. It's an after the show podcast every day as well. Two for one. Kind of like that, yeah. Hope you enjoyed the three-day holiday weekend. And, uh, you know, I wanted to do one more final thank you to everybody for the support and the prayers and the love. You know, we uh, I was going to say laid my father to rest, but he was already he was, resting. He was already so, in the urn. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the, the services were, you know, last week, and it was beautiful. And I, again, just can't say thank you enough. I wanted to share one more thing mm-hmm. that was a moment I hadn't even thought about. Right. And this was when, you know, because both of my parents were cremated mm-hmm. and my dad, uh, all, it, it, my mom's urn was at his house. Um, for many years, he did try, was debating, do I go, you know, find a monument, you know what I mean, a mausoleum, mausoleum or whatever, and put it in there? Uh, or do we keep it at home? And he just, so he just kept her at home. And um, so when I was given the urn after the service and we went back and, you know, we had to put a bunch of things back in my dad's house we were all um, there together did you do the fake trip by the way no i didn't do the fake trip but you know for he one probably thing, would have really tripped. <laughs> dad's all over yeah. the floor now so there were two things that i you know noticed but one of them is the urn up close is just beautiful it was it's more pretty than it was in a picture and it's simple mm-hmm. like my dad mm-hmm. and it's it was so almost dang. the same color as his motorcycle which is insane okay oh, that that that's worked, that close yeah. but it did um but, you know, when we, we were trying to decide, okay, well, where are we going to put Dane's urn? And it's like, well, I mean, for the time being, until we figure this out, it should be back at his house. Yeah. And that's where we realized we were going to put it side by side with, with my mother's. And, and it was a moment. Yeah. yeah. And and I, it didn't hit me. I the, the whole day, I mean, I don't, I really hadn't shed any tears. It was all very uplifting. But at that moment, when yeah. I put it together and backed up and looked at the, you know, my parents together again, who were together for 50 years, you know, 50 plus years, and uh, seeing those urns side by side, just... Everybody had that moment. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was an amazing oh, moment. That is where it should be, yeah. kind of thing. So, we were it, all standing it, there, and, and that was in their sort of NASCAR room. <laughs> they have all this NASCAR stuff, collectibles, yeah. and all these curio cabinets, and motorcycle stuff, and... Yeah. I, I was, two urns. Yeah, I actually wasn't focused on that. Part of it, but, <laughs> but you know, you are right, Jody. It was in their happy it's in spot. Their happy their room. room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Murphy, um, I gotta ask you. You know, your your dad's memorial service the other day. Your dad was cremated. Yeah. Um, did you, you or your sister brother, ever like open it up and look at it? No, it's sealed. Actually, I don't know that we <laughs> oh, it can is. open it. Yeah. Wait, it's sealed. To my knowledge, it is. It's not something see, I really now, wanted to pop open. Uh, well, you know, I mean, see, there are, there are two kinds of people when it comes to an urn. You. You look in it or you don't. Those are the two kind of people. And they're yeah. sitting right here. <laughs> right. So, uh, Sam. Yeah, I mean, my dad is cremated, too. And? and he's still sitting on his dresser at home in my mom's bedroom. And the and, urn that you got from World Market. Yeah, not really an urn, but a container. But yeah, I, I opened it up to look. To look at the Because it, it comes 
in a bag. Yeah. The ashes are in a bag right. inside it. And, you know, yeah, I just, curiosity, opened it up to look right. at it. And I, you know, I had to touch, touch it. it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like a fine, fine powder. Yeah. Now, I had an uncle who passed away, and I, his request was to be spread at his favorite football stadium which will go unnamed right now okay. line, so we right? snuck in and we spread it and yeah they, it's it's like a real fine. fine powder it's yeah. really it's not what i expect in fact i expected more like sand sure i guess and it's more like a, a calcum powder yeah huh yeah so, and, so i was just wondering if, if <laughs> <laughs> no if y'all had opened it up and looked at yeah. it and just like yeah there yeah. is oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that i mean it's it, that is what it you is, could right? Do so, but, it, but, um, but you're not in that place, are you? No, Mark? and I don't know that I need to. I kind of right. really like the shiny and the you know beauty of what's there and what's inside. Mm-hmm. Is you know, it's it's physical remains, but that's not who he mm-hmm. is. Right. You know, and so, there is no plan to like you know mix them, huh? No, it's been that kind of stuff's been talked about, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. really, you know what? We we'll, we will just let nature take its course on that if we decide two years from now to do something different mm-hmm. you the know only the, thing i could imagine your family doing for your parents merle and dane and they these kids did call them by their real names it's so special and different but um would be to uh spread ashes of both of them at the beach yeah that'd be oh, the only thing i could think of because they were beach lovers for sure other than that i just like that they're sitting together yeah right yeah. now yeah me too Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. I love this story. Did you hear about the possible R-rated version <laughs> that exists of the movie Mrs. Doubtfire? But look at this nice thing though we have here. <laughs> matchmaker, matchmaker, make Okay, so the director, Chris Columbus, yeah. did this interview and they were asking him about it, you know, talking about Robin Williams and how it was his favorite actor that he ever worked with. And he started saying, yeah, look, he was crazy good. He would do one or two takes of the script. Mm -hmm. And then he would say, but then let me play. And he would come up with, and he would improvise. He was famous for improvisation. He would improvise 15 other takes and other situations in every scene. And there's film of all of it. They knew they were trying to make a PG-13 movie in 1993. And they did. I'm a hip old granny who could hip hop, bebop. Dance till you drop. Oh, that movie and touched you, you my heart so oh, that's much. A sweet movie. And so it's but like, God. oh my gosh. That would be like a whole he, new movie. It would be. He took the Judd Apatow approach. What, who? The, the director? Or Robin Rick? Williams did it, and that oh director. My God. Yeah. Okay, so the deal is this. Will we ever get to see it? Well, this director, Chris Columbus, said he would be open to doing a documentary about the making of the film and sharing some of it that way. But he's never going to release a full rated R film Uh. on it. He doesn't even remember it all. So they have to go back in the archives to look for it. But please do it. Yes, please. You can catch up anything you, uh, on anything that you missed with the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. And, of course, later today we'll do another episode of Murphy, Sam & Jody after the, uh, the show. That's only on the podcast. Yes. Um, Sam, I wanted to tell you about something that happened the other day that's so interesting to me because somebody Murphyed Murphy. Murphyed him? Yeah. You've seen him Murphy people. Like somebody comes in with an idea and he gently corrects them. Right? Oh, yeah. He, You know, he without... 
realizing that you just flipped it, Murphy will. Murphy's the, the ultimate manager. Mm-hmm. Like if you come to him with something, this is how that's I want to do it, and and he, or like, won't, he won't say no. That's not the best way to do it. He'll say it in a way that feels like you just got a hug, yeah. but he also just got his way. Or if it's an employee who needs to be reprimanded, oh god, they leave loving him. Yeah. He's the yeah, best. I, I really did deserve ever. that. You're right. <laughs> I know. Both, I am a loser. You're right. You're right, look, Murphy. Own it. Just accept it. You are good that's, at that. That's kind, and I, I mean, I appreciate that. You are. Yeah. I've seen it happen. A long time ago when I first met you, you you did it to me. I'm like, God, and it's now you're awesome. Married. I know. Now I know the truth. Yeah. No. I can tell you, it doesn't a, work at home, Sam, just so you know. Oh, it doesn't work in personal relationships. Yeah. It's only in business. That's right. Okay, you can't turn things around on me in yeah. personal, but... So the other day, right before Dane's memorial service, your dad's memorial service, Murphy's, you know, Murphy's the uh, um, oldest son in charge of, you know, Mm -hmm. this and had scheduled um, our friend, the pastor who came to speak his, you know, Chris. And so Chris arrives and Murphy, they're having this conversation with the mask on. And Murphy's like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. You know, my daughter's going to play guitar. Then you're going to speak and then we're going to (laughs) speak. Do you want to tell Sam what, what Chris, Chris said? said to you? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah well, in, in, but he in said so it, many he words. said this sounds like a great plan, and we, you know, we definitely. I love to hear from the children. So, you know, let's go ahead and, and, and set it up to where I will introduce everybody. You know, uh, and then when you finish speaking, then Phoebe can come and play the guitar, and then mm-hmm. we'll do the rest of the service. And, he, and Murphy walked like, away that's, mesmerized. That's perfect. I'm, I'm like, like, wait. That's he, different than. What I was like, he just murphied you. Yeah, but he, had, you know, what, but his plan was better, and it worked better. Sam, you were at the service. Yeah, I mean, you got to realize he's done this a hundred times before. Correct, exactly. Right, yeah. but it was interesting to see you get murphied. Yeah, it doesn't happen often. It took a man of God to do it. <laughs> you know, we love hearing from you anytime. So jump in on Facebook or Instagram. Social media connect. Okay, guys, I posted this thing the other day, and it's because it's true. The three hardest things to say are, I was wrong, I need help, Worcestershire sauce. Because it is. Worcestershire. Right, Worcestershire. That's Worcestershire. funny. Right, that's, it's true. My I, my ex called it Wooster sauce. I, and my mom yeah. would call it Wooster. It's really? just because it's east, it's just easier to abbreviate. My in dad her used to, you know, had to throw a joke in it. Was, What's this here sauce? <laughs> That's, That's funny. I, how have I gone a lifetime without hearing that? I before? don't know, especially from you, Sam. Because I went a lifetime of hearing <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, look on our Facebook page. I, so I asked, "What word can't you say?" And we do want to hear from you on this. You can call us this morning too. Um, Stephanie says, "Authenticity." Hmm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, syllables there. Roberta says, "Horror." Oh yeah, horror. Horror can be, yeah. If you're speaking too quickly, you horror, stuck on the R's. it'll come out funny. Well, yeah, if it's one syllable, you don't want to say it. Right. <laughs> Careful who you say it to. <laughs> Ashley says precipitation. Oh, yeah. That's a tough one, too, yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get that confused with participation. <laughs> Julie says to, <laughs> Julie says statistics yeah and i'll that's a tricky one that's a tricky word when it's lots of consonants that's where it becomes a problem we knew somebody that had trouble saying mitsubishi remember that (laughs) you know what he said mitsubishi yeah he did yeah he did yeah Yeah, he he worked for the car dealership that's what was (laughs) weird not anymore he doesn't okay wonder why (laughs) charla says the word she just cannot say stethoscope yeah. Mm, uh, I hope you don't work in a doctor's right. office. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the little listening thingy. Here's one that'll trip you up if you're not careful. April says the word she can't say is cellular. 
Cellular. Cellular. I can see that. Cellular. I will tell you, if I'm moving too quickly, you guys know I have, uh, there's a day of the week I can't say if I'm moving too quickly. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. I have to go slowly to say Saturday. In fact, when I do Hollywood Outsiders and we talk about the show SNL, I don't, I usually say SNL, so I don't mess up Saturday. Yeah. Right. Um, We know somebody that couldn't say nuclear either. She would say nuclear. Remember? Uh, Former President Carter says nuclear. Oh, does he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think that's yeah. acceptable, right? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Look, give us a call. You can you can tell us what words you can't say. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you miss something or if you want to reach out, connect with us, you can do it on social media. Uh, we read and see every message as well. Mm-hmm. So Instagram and Facebook. You can also get us at murphysamandjody.com. I'll tell you about an interesting observation that Murphy, that our youngest has made, Phoebe. Yeah. Um, and I think it's based on you and me. Uh-oh. The fact that we have been married all this time and worked together. <laughs> yeah. So that will be, well, so we just celebrated our 21st First. 21st anniversary. Yeah. Last year. I had to stop year. and think about the math. But on we've been one. working together for 25, four years, five years, something like that. Something. So we worked together 24, longer. 24. 24. Yeah. 24 yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Sam. For keeping all that straight for me. Don't worry. Got a calendar at home every okay. day. So- <laughs> There's another one. So um, Phoebe has recently, she just turned 16, and she recently, you know, started, she's played some gigs at this little yeah. little brunch place, and she also did a hostess, a day or two, hostessing. So she's kind of got her first job. At the same place? At the same place, oh, okay. yeah. And then, so my friend who runs the place needs a wait staff, needs help. And I mentioned to her that Taylor, our oldest, has oh. has experience with that and might want to pick up a few shifts on the weekend here and there. Because yeah. she's in college, And my yeah. friend's like, okay, oh my gosh, put me in touch with your daughter. And um, I'm like, great, I'm helping my friend out. I wasn't even thinking. And Phoebe was like, wait. <laughs> Taylor's going to be working with me. <laughs> and I was like, well, probably not that often. Maybe your shifts won't line up like that. And she, it is a thing for her. She's like, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. She does not want to mix personal and professional. She feels That's like it will smart. hurt the relationship. I know she's got that kind of mind yeah. where she really thinks ahead to things. And I, and I think it's funny and lovely. And now I feel bad. I even told her, I said, if something happens and you guys end up working together and it doesn't go, because it's really hard to work with somebody that you're that close to, because you don't treat them the way you would treat other people. It's about boundaries, yeah. I find. That's what I think. But huh, what you know, are you, Who are have, you talking about you there, Zero <laughs> boundaries <laughs> and poor so Sam. You're telling me she's 16 and she realizes you don't work with somebody you love. <laughs> right? Yeah. Ah. She, I thought yeah. that was so cool. So I told her, I said, look, Taylor's probably not going to work that often. You're not going to, your shifts are not going to coincide. Said, but if they end up doing so, you know, you can find another job or she can. I said, I'll help spearhead that. You can find another. She found the job first. No, I All helped right. both of them. Slide into that spot. I need to get out, huh? I'm the problem. Yeah. Although it was interesting because Taylor said, Well, look, mom and dad do it just fine every day. Not in Phoebe's mind. We're having fun with this one still. What words you just can't say? Like it won't come out of your mouth. The right way. Yeah. Right. I one of mine is rural. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a tough one for me. Okay, I see that. Got it? 877-310-4MSJ. What's yours, Carrie? <laughs> the word that I can't say is lillillary. I can't say that word. What's the word? What? 
I say literally, L-I-T-E-R-A-L-L-Y. Oh, literally. Oh, oh literally. Mm-hmm. Oh. Literally. You can't say it so much, we couldn't understand it. (laughs) You don't have to use that word. At least it's not one of those words that everyone, you know, you can get away without using that. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Right? Literally, yeah. (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) We get it totally. Thank you, Carrie. What's going on, Susan? I listen to y'all every morning, my son and I. We really enjoy your show. Thank Thank you. Um, The words... I did, it's not that I can't say it. I didn't know it mm-hmm. um, until I was a college freshman. The word ruined. I thought it was ruined. Oh. <laughs> that's it. That's about your upbringing now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel you, baby. <laughs> that's kind of like uh, naked and naked. Exactly. I teach second grade, though, and Aww. this last week we were reading a story about cat- caterpillars and their calipitters. Oh. You you mean you say that or you've heard that? They do. Yeah. And I hate correcting them, but I guess as their teacher, I really need. Yeah, as the teacher, yeah. Remember all the cute little things they say, but okay. So once more for anybody who missed it, what did you what did you think when you were growing up? You thought it was the word was ruined. Ruined. But it's ruined. The milk was ruined. Oh, oh okay. Ruined. Whoever said that, bless their heart. You know that? Bless them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my grandmother. Right. I'm pretty sure it was my grandmother. Right. Yeah, they rent you for life. That's beautiful in its own way, the same way that when a child says something incorrectly. Yeah. It's beautiful in its own way. It is. Thank you, Susan. Reach out to us anytime. We've heard we've heard it all already, okay? Aluminum <laughs> condominium. Literally. 877-310-4MSJ. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys both know the other movie that I have waited for for so long, and we were supposed to get it last summer, is Top Gun Maverick. You should be at least a two-star admiral by now. Uh, Yet here you are. Oh! Captain. I just want to relive it. And John Hamm is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've got news, ladies and gents. About pushing it back again? Not, not specifically. Not that. Paramount Pictures... They've already done the whole thing. In fact, they screened it for the whole cast and crew, yeah. socially distanced in a theater, everybody wearing masks and like ten feet apart in the like in the fall. So John Hamm has already seen it. So has um, Tom Cruise and everybody. Yeah. And um, well, number one, Paramount says they have no plans to move it to streaming. They've had offers from Apple and from Netflix, big money offers to please give us Top Gun Maverick. We want it. And they're like, no, this has to be seen in a theater. And if we have to wait, we will wait. Mm-hmm. And John Hamm was quoted as saying, I think audiences will be blown away to see this on the big screen. And you'll go away with a lot of feeling. So I believe what he says. Yeah. And um, Sounds got, like Don Draper's trying to sell you something there. Yeah, a theater experience, which hopefully we will get later this year. We love hearing from you, so jump in with us anytime, any subject. 877-310-4MSJ. Hello, Pam. What's up? Um, it's about the age difference thing, and yeah. I want to preface it with I adore you guys. I spend 30 minutes with you every morning on the way to work. Thank you. And even Sam. <laughs> but <laughs> I've been you. there, done that, and I've dated men and young men 13 years younger than me, and uh-huh. the oldest was 21 years older than me. And wow. I'll tell you what's good about the... No, well, listen, I was in my mid-20s, and I dated somebody almost 20 years older than me. I loved it. He had 
stability, financial stability, yeah. emotional stability. He taught me to golf, to hang glide. That man been everywhere, done everything. Wow. He was like a daddy plus the greatest everything. I don't mm-hmm. even want to mention on air. Sure. And you know what? When my mama thought I was getting real, real serious about it, she sat me down. She said, Sam, hon, I'll tell you this, in the nicest possible way, yeah. men date what they can handle. He's dating someone almost 20 oh. years younger than him. Yeah. Think about it, sweet potato. Um, and you know what? It's it's God's own truth. It's what you can handle. And I dated the younger man because I was busy with my career, and that's I didn't want a lot of interference with a guy, you know. Right. Uh, I, I think he needs to think about that. Yeah. Because everybody talks about, oh, it's because she's younger and she's prettier, and she did that, did that, did that, and keeps me young. No, no, no. It's what you can handle, and I think Sam can handle a whole lot more. I'd <laughs> <laughs> go for it. <laughs> what do you think uh, you can handle, out. Sam? Well, I don't know, but you know, there's also that other saying that God only gives you what you can handle. Somebody would God give you somebody. No, we're not. No, 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 and you did quite a lot. Yeah. When you dated younger, that was a while back, though. That's yeah. not current. You haven't dated in how long? I haven't dated in a few years. I know. However, if I were to start dating again, younger is a nice possibility. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you called, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you much. 877-310-4MSJ. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Here's something you probably haven't done in a year, but you could if you wanted to now, if you felt comfortable, and that's go to the movies. And there was a movie that opened on HBO. It's available on HBO Max right now, and Mm. it opened in theaters yesterday. And when I say it's a big one, it's a big one. No kidding. A massive action thriller, sci-fi thriller. Please. Godzilla versus Kong. The guys who made this movie, the team, they said they've never had more fun. And I thought, okay. I watched the trailer and I'm pumped. Do you remember in the scenes in Game of Thrones when the dragons would fly in and they would just take over? It's kind of like that. You cannot believe what you're watching. And this beautiful story about Kong who had this bond with a young girl. And then here comes Godzilla. Please. Sam, you've got to see this. I have been watching Godzilla movies since I was like 10 years old. It doesn't matter. This is a new day. It's a new movie, a new story. And I will say this. The star of the movie is Alexander Skarsgård. Thank Mm. you very much. So let me guess. And wait, Millie Bobby Brown is in it too. One of these guys is bad and the other one has to be called in to stop him. It looks like it seems like it. The world, Mm. you know, humanity hangs in the balance. You can't believe. Look, don't you need to escape into something? Not this. This is a big one times two. Uh, Available, playing in theaters now and on HBO Max.